0: welcome to episode three of the cross realm podcast the entertainment podcast hosting by crr gaming group members today is march 16th 2018 we are a crr gaming group hosted podcast you can reach the show by emailing us at cross podcast at gmail.com you can tweet the show at crossrealmpod pod on twitter you can grab the RSS feed, get our show notes, and leave us a voice message at anchor.fm crossrealm rebellion podcast, or just crossrealm podcast, sorry, and apply to join us in game at crossrealmrebellion.com. Today, uh, we have uh, Esmeralda Sky with us tonight. Hello, hello. We got me, myself, Full Render.
1: Hey, Full Render.
0: How you doing, man?
1: Doing good.
0: We, man. Got, we got Big. Blue.
2: You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue.
0: And we got Gigabyte chilling. Yo. And Johnny is hanging out with us also. Johnny Wrench.
3: Hello, hello. This
0: and Cyber Judge ass. is also <laughs> chilling over there in the back when I totally skipped them.
4: <laughs> Ain't nobody getting me to subscribe.
0: <laughs> What's everybody doing?
4: How is everybody?
1: Doing good. I feel a little tired though. I think this whole stupid uh, time springing forward and stuff has really sucked it to me this week. It's conflicting with my game time. It's making me extra tired. I think maybe it's the game time that's making you. No, extra tired. man. I look at <laughs> it's it three a.m. and I know in my heart it's really two a.m. and I'm living in a world of lies. That's what's really messing me up.
0: I've been working like crazy too. Like I've just been pulling like super late shifts. So I've been like just kind of like just busy as also. And I've been remodeling the house so like I just been just full schedule like my game time I've been trying to you know I I always squeeze in some time but it's been like tight
2: yeah I hear you this week's been a complete mental case at work so I'm mentally just worn
4: out I just wonder when they're they're gonna uh, abolish this whole daylight savings time stuff it's just pointless
1: so frustrating and your kids you know you got kids and they don't understand they just you know it throws them all out of whack oh yeah not and, feeling. You know, it. I true. think
0: there should be like, um, I'm thinking, they should make like a helmet that looks like an astronaut's helmet, a bubble that you could put on your kids' heads, and it's totally soundproof. And you could choose when you want to listen to what they're saying by like hitting a little <laughs> button that's on the <laughs> oh side my of it. Goodness. Otherwise, you could just mute it and you could, I you know, see them yell and scream within the helmet. It's glass, so you could, you know, you could see what's going on, so you you, you know they're safe, but you just don't got to hear it.
2: <laughs> I think it's because they're still you're, screaming, they don't need ears
1: You you said that your oh goodness, you said that your sons were um really getting along now and it's been hard for you to hear because it's like like
0: stop getting along, along so well. So well. <laughs> and you know, they're like being loud and having too much fun.
1: Exactly. No, yeah, that's a good thing. I'm sure a lot of people would want your problems, honestly.
0: <laughs> no, I know. I know.
1: <laughs> Alright, well I will hit the intro and we can start talking about everything we've got to share. As long as I can find it. I can never find it. Hmm. I think I'll just do this one. <laughs> That's totally not the right one, but it'll do. <laughs> All right. Most I, think, I, think. Uh, I know, right? It's our main topic for Rated R. Yay. Um, hey, Cyber. You Hello. have a lot of stuff. You got to join us. We got, We got you right up front because you were afraid you were going to fall asleep. That's right.
4: So,
1: <laughs> you got that workout in, got your blood flowing, so yep.
4: what do you have to, to share
1: with us tonight?
4: So, my, my introduction at the beginning about Ain't Nobody Gonna Get Me to Subscribe, that was uh, to you, because I heard you mention oh, my, yeah. uh, little, my little uh, tizzy about subscribing to World oh, of Warcraft. Oh, yeah,
1: seriously, like <laughs> like we had a needle, and we were going to make...
4: This it. is exactly, this is what he
0: sounded like. This, it. Is what, this, <laughs> what explain, this is what it explains, wait, you guys explained it to me, and this is what I got out of it. It was like we were forcing him to try Coke for the first time know, and he was you, like, I'm not going to get a get, I, I don't want to get addicted to it. I'm like, dude, chill. It's, it's a game. Yeah. That's a free sample. I mean, if, <laughs> if you don't have the wherewithal to not subscribe, that's not so, you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: And, and I think blue, he understood. Cause we're talking about Warcraft, the, um, free to play model. That's what we're talking about. And yeah, cause blue, he, his finger was hovering. I don't know if we ever did it, but no, then, I
2: never pulled the trigger.
1: No, and I didn't pull the trigger. My finger was so we all understood where he was coming from, but he almost acted like 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 secretly we were holding seances and we had like some voodoo down. We were poking the subscribe button, and Cyber would just magically be subscribed to World of Warcraft and have no idea how it happened.
0: And I look at it like like this. It's like I'll pack a sandwich for lunch tomorrow yeah. and subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like buying
2: lunch. I feel oh, like Cyber, it was your way of talking yourself down. Yes, I
1: I agree.
4: <laughs> no, I have no interest in going back there. Um, and maybe I'll I'll get into things and uh, it, it'll explain a little bit. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, no, I had I've not had no interest in going back to WoW. I played since uh, early beta of that and made it till just before the first expansion came out and got bored of the game. And I'm like that was it for me for wow and uh yeah i i'll play the free version but I, I think being not in person talking and doing it all through discord maybe made my what i was maybe changed what i, what I was trying just trying to say right, or how I, like right. you know m- made it a misunderstanding but no i was just
1: <laughs> in <laughs> half the time we were just razzing you to begin with so. exactly
4: <laughs> it's, it's all good <laughs> what i got out of it you didn't want to subscribe
1: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly
4: I, I was willing we to were... play, Basically, I was just trying to say I'm willing to play with the CRR group, but if you're doing stuff that requires a subscription, then you won't have me. That's all.
1: Exactly. And yep. We were like, no, nope, we're in the same boat. Yep. So, what are you playing then? Okay. If you're not subscribing, what are you doing?
4: So, um, Final F- Fantasy 15. Um, they came out with a demo for PC recently, so I'm uh, currently playing through the demo, uh, which, uh, from what I've read, is the whole first chapter um, of the game. Uh, the only other Final Fantasy that I've played is Final Fantasy X, so that's all I have to compare it to with Final Fantasies. Um, But of course, as with everything I seem to play nowadays, uh, I'm not very far into the game. Uh, uh, It seems to uh, be... uh, Oh, now I lost my place. Hang on a sec, let me get back on track here.
1: Okay. <laughs> you said that you were playing you've c- compared it to Final Fantasy ten. Yeah. That's the only one you've had to compare it yeah.
3: to. Yeah. Yeah. Um and, and ten is really not a good comparison because seven and eight are the best too.
4: Oh really? I, I was in I enjoyed ten when I played it. I played ten on the PS two, but um it, it seems like fifteen just like in ten was where you have long cutscenes, uh, then you do a bunch of Things uh, to go to the next cutscene type thing, so it's kind of like an interactive movie, I guess. Um, I I liked Final Fantasy Tactics the best out of all of them. Heck yes, I never played it. (laughs) Um, The graphics are fantastic in uh, fifteen, and the gameplay is uh, fun. Uh, I'm struggling with uh, one thing uh, that is different from ten, and that's it's real-time combat where ten was turn-based combat. Um, with a real time combat, you have to do a lot more of parrying and uh, team moves and t- everything's about timing. And um, I'm really struggling to get used to the controls and timing everything to, uh, perfectly, where in ten it was, okay, it's this character's turn. What do you want this character to do? And you pick, which whatever you wanted to do that character to do and it goes which on is what
0: character. i want from a final fantasy game to be yep. honest i don't want I real-time combat in a final fantasy game unless you make another version of final fantasy like they have final fantasy tactics which is like a uh rts type game you know right. so you know i'm expecting that when i go play that game like they, sh- they could have made like Final Fantasy Brawler or something where it, where you know going into that it's live combat. Like if I'm in the original series, I want to play that turn-based. I want to sit back on my couch, read the story, plan out my moves. I don't want to have to be like, you know, pulling off
4: combos and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you know. I hear you. Yeah, that's the one thing I'm struggling with the game. Like I, I, the little bit I've been playing, I've I've really been struggling with that real time where i was used to that. Okay, stop now. Choose now. There is a little bit of that stop thing because. You can turn, uh, there's a setting you turn on and it kind of, when you're looking at the enemy that's coming at you, it kind of pauses it and shows you what they're, because uh, there's multiple weapons you can pick from and stuff like that, and spells that you can pick from. So it kind of tell you what is its weaknesses and stuff and then you, you pick what you want to do initially and then it's back to real time and everything's real time and of course the thing is not dead so you're having to now quickly react on your feet and um, so I'm, I'm having a, a struggling with it um, because I'm so used to that 10, 10 model and that's what I I've uh, Basing my Final Fantasy experience on was 10 and I absolutely loved um, how 10 played out um, So I'm gonna I'm gonna try play and see if I can get through the end of the demo um, And see if it's something I want to buy now uh, wait till it goes on sale or just pass on it completely um, I, I think the big thing is, is that it's holding me back is that uh, whole idea of the real time versus uh turn-based so that's all i have on 10 i don't know if anybody else or sorry on final fantasy 15 i don't know if anybody else has anything to say about final fantasy before i move on no
1: nope i've never played any of them so it's all new to me
4: and i've been hearing a lot
0: of mixed reviews about the final fantasy 15 i have a couple of friends that are really into the final fantasy and they're in the same boat as you they don't really like that real time combat for the game right. but you know that could have been I, I don't know i don't know the game so maybe it's 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 been like that since like 12 and on you know what i'm saying who knows i don't right. know
4: yeah well so i think since they started doing the mmos right they've they've done gone real time i what was the first mmo for final fantasy it was 11 i believe right and 11 and 13 i think are the mmos yeah, I know. Like that. but um I, I haven't played those either so Anyways, all right, I'm going to move on off of Final Fantasy. I'll, I'll report back more on Final Fantasy 15 as I play through the demo. Um, so in future episodes, maybe I'll talk more about it. Um, so the other thing I've been thinking of uh, uh, getting back into an MMO, um, but I'm done with, as I said at the beginning of my uh, segment here, uh, done with the monthly fees. Um there's so many MMOs out there now that either you, you buy the game and then you can play whatever you want, or the free to play ones, uh, which if you want to use cash, the cash shops to uh, to enhance your character you can. But I've realized I, I, I'm paying a monthly fee for my internet. I'm paying uh, for the game itself and playing the now they're up to eighty, ninety dollars uh, Canadian uh, to to pay for the game. I don't want to also be putting an additional uh, $15 a month for to, uh, to play, to continue to be able to play the game. Um, so I'm looking at MMOs, but uh, ones that I don't have to pay a monthly fee for. i um, been debating on returning to Star Wars The Old Republic. I still have it actually installed on my computer. I loaded it up the other day to, to see if it, I could still sign in and stuff. Um, I played it before it was uh, free to play. Um, and actually when I bought it, I bought the lifetime subscription cause they had it on sale. I believe it was $150 for the lifetime subscription. So uh, I paid that. And so, uh, basically I get all the benefits of somebody who's paying, still paying the monthly fee, not paying anything yeah. for it. Yeah. that's uh, awesome. So, so it's pretty cool that way. Um, so if I want to go back to it, it would be like, I'm, I'm a paying member, but right. not paying anything. Right. Um, but uh so i'm de- debating on that one star wars the old, old republic i don't know if any of you played it um way right uh, back in the very, day when it released uh, it's v- very similar to knights of the old republic um uh but it's mmo version of knights of the old republic um you, you pick if you want to be a uh, rebel or an imperial um and then you pick your classes um, and your, your race on the rebel or imperial side. And, uh, it's a very story driven MMO, right? So you, uh, which I kind of liked. I, 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 I enjoyed that. And, uh, the voice acting is well done on it. All the, um, storyline stuff is all voice acted and, um, it's, it's pretty good. It is, a uh, now it, it, it was, uh, Bioware, uh, made it, but then since then has been bought by EA. So if you're not a EA fan, then, uh, uh, you may not want to play it but uh um if anybody is playing it uh, let me know because it would mmos are always better when you have a group so uh, i do have characters on both rebel and imperial sides so um that's all uh i have to say about star wars the old one public of,
1: one of the things that i really liked about that game was that we could pick um, our actions, you know, like I remember, uh, it was like you go to get your quest, and you could either decide to help them or not help them, and you right. could decide to turn on them. And I like the right. the the way that our choices in the game directly affected our interactions and who we who we got to interact with and it changed like our appearance would change if you went more to the dark side your appearance changed a certain way i did i did really dig that part of the game that's cool
4: the light and dark uh, yeah i really uh, like that yeah
1: so like your story w- was never really the same, depending on like how you answered your questions and your quests, and right. you know you always had a different experience. So I really enjoyed that part of the game.
4: Well, it's cool because every class had its own storyline too, right? Yeah, so yep. It didn't. Uh, you could you could uh, roll a totally new character, and it would be a totally new storyline, yep. which is uh, pretty amazing. And free to play gets all that. Um, I believe free to play limitations are like you can't do the i don't think um, you can have a
1: hover thing like you have to run everywhere or something yeah unless your your travel is very limited yeah Yeah, and and then
4: some of the um i forget what they call them the group uh like kind of like the raid things i believe are locked out to -to free-to-play players yeah, because there are, like,
1: in-the-world in instances. Like, if you're just out and about questing, you can roll up on, um, like, a uh, in-the-world boss that's going down. I think you can participate in those, but you can't, like you said, actually go in, like, a dungeon or something like that. Right. Just from my memory, though, I could be wrong. They could have yep. changed it. It's been a while, but yep. I... I did like that part of the game. I think the part why I stopped is because um, they didn't have. It, to me, it wasn't ready to launch. They were missing simple things like uh, guild banks and stuff. Right. So I was joining in when it came out with like this big mega guild thing, and they were recruiting members, and it was this big exciting thing when the game was getting ready to launch. And and they had everything ready to rock and roll. They had like crafting officers and questing officers and welcoming off. You know, like they had all of their. stuff. Stuff, ready to rock and roll and then they get in and there's not a freaking bank to work out of so we're like this huge <laughs> mega guild with all these big plants and dead in the water because right. there was it was not ready to launch so i really hope they over time i think they cleaned all the that years, up now i do they should, I, I do believe I like, they what?
4: have all that stuff now here. how do you
1: have an mmo and i have that that's so simple but
4: i know when yeah it first started the space battles were stupid too like the, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> i remember hearing a lot about
4: that <laughs> those yeah. were really stupid too when they launched them and i don't know if they've improved those i'm all, not but... sure
1: either yep
4: um so that's one of the ones i'm thinking of uh, but uh, there's two others that i'm kind of humming and hawing about that are out now um and uh, one I, I i'll talk about a little bit because i did play the free trial but the other one i haven't played at all uh, first one being um black desert online so I saw somebody mention it uh, on Discord uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I must have posted something, and uh, then it was... I
1: think used to play it, or has played it, or something. Okay.
4: It looks kind of cool. I know it was mentioned, um, uh, so I, I'm like, oh, if they have a free trial, I'll, I'll grab it and see. Um, so I, I, I installed it. Um, uh, it is one that you uh, pay uh, to purchase it, and then there's... Uh, no ongoing monthly fees, I believe they do have a cash uh, shop though. Um, That one, from what I played in the demo, I I played like literally 10 minutes because I wasn't, maybe I didn't give it enough of a chance, but I just kind of turned it off by, um, it's, uh, the characters are gender locked, so I always like playing either a rogue class or. A hunter class. I'm a, a lot of times in the MMOs I play the hunter. Oh, hunters, I don't like that. Style. The
0: class is agenda locked. I don't yeah. like that either. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. So, so I was forced because I wanted to play a hunter, or somebody that runs around with a bow and arrow. Yeah, uh, my
2: favorite uh, I wa- too. I want I wanted
4: to play that, but I had to be a female class, uh, female race. And I'm always, if you see me in any MMO, I'm always male, and I'm always usually either rogue or um, hunter to start. So, um, it, I, I didn't like that I couldn't be that I had to be that specific, like, it was a set thing. Um, the character designer was kind of cool. You could change how, the, how the, like, you could stretch the face and the body. and. But I'll tell you the what, the game stuff, looks cool.
0: The gameplay looks pretty dope.
4: It, it, it's, visually, it is pretty cool. Like I said, I didn't play it very far, because the other thing that was really getting to me right at the beginning is the voice um, chatter. You start off with this black... I, I don't know what it is that, uh, in front of you that's kind of trying to guide you through the beginning, and it it, it was ve- something about the voice chat and even like the character I was playing being female, her just everything was like it was like a little schoolgirl giggling all the time and stuff like it was. <laughs> something about it yeah. was just irritating to me and I'm like I can't play this
1: you couldn't really feel like you had a connection with your with your character in the game but I'll exactly. tell you what raiding a yeah.
0: castle looks pretty fun oh yeah
2: that seems super unfortunate because I've been waiting for this game to come out on console since they announced that they were going to try and put it out but it keeps getting pushed back
4: well, it, it, it is a uh, there is a free trial, seven day trial for it. So, if you guys want to uh, try it yourselves and form your own opinions, don't let my opinions uh, um, sway you either way. I'm I'm an opinionated person. I like things a certain way, and this one particular just wasn't, person, yeah, particular. I'm a particular person, yeah. Yes. And uh, this one just wasn't moving me. Um, right, if I want to play it? So, um,
1: I did notice that the starter pack even. Is only nine ninety nine, so that's not bad either. If you wanted right. to make, you know, ten bucks, you could get a whopper meal or whatever and poop it out a couple hours <laughs> later. And at least here you have a game you can play every night if you. Want. Yeah. <laughs> and then Travelers Packet was uh two twenty nine ninety nine U S dollars, and then Explorers Package, as they say, the best value is forty nine ninety nine. But nine but nine ninety nine ain't bad. That's pretty yep. cool.
4: So, anyways, yeah, and I do like that they have the trial, right, because yeah, that's was a fantastic game, that would have, or if I connected with the trial, yeah, it, it would have motivated me. Like, I'm connecting with Final Fantasy 15, even though I don't like the, or I'm having struggling with the, getting used to the real-time strategy, I'm right. connecting with it a little bit, where it was a totally different experience with Black Desert Online, so where I'm unsure what I want to do with Final Fantasy 15, I'm almost positive what i want to do with black desert online and that's uh, not really uh, <laughs> continue with it, uh, having any exactly. interest in it. <laughs> so
1: hey but, you know that's the best thing about being a gamer is we have a lot of different things to pick from exactly why waste your time on something that you're not feeling
4: that's it so the other mmo I, i've been thinking of and uh, i know this was one it's been out for a while they started off as one where it was a subscription fee but then they went to a Hey, once, play forever, and that's Elder Scrolls Online. Um, so I've been thinking of that, I've heard that in other gaming podcasts I listen to, and uh, it sounds neat. Unfortunately, there's uh, no free trial for Elder Scrolls Online, so um, I don't know anything about it other than it's an Elder Scrolls game that's played online with many, many people. Um, when you say I,
2: Elder Scrolls, it's very loosely Elder scrolls oh really yeah
4: so it sounds like you played it
2: i played it for about a year year and a half on console um just like black desert it has a uh, in-game store where Mm -hmm. you can purchase different things and it changes up constantly um you if you so it does have it still has a monthly subscription that you can opt to get and if you do that it gives you access to all the expansions. Okay. Or you can just outright buy the expansions. Right. Okay. Um, there is like P V E questing zones. Um and it's kinda it, it has its own story and with each expansion um it kinda adds more zones that you can quest in. And then it has its own separate P V P zone, just like uh, Another game that you're going to talk about later,
4: has. okay, okay, interesting. Well, it might be. Uh, apparently, other schools online every once in a while does have like free, free uh, trials or uh, I'm guessing like the free weekends or something. So I'm going to keep my eye on- open on that and maybe look at uh, trying that one out and see what I think of it. But uh, I'm hesitant to jump into something if I've never played it before. I might even go on YouTube and watch some play let's plays or something. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I find that Let's Plays tend to tell you if you're going to like the game or not.
1: I agree. It gives but, you at least something to go on when you have nothing.
4: Yeah, exactly. So I know we've kind of been talking in between, but I just uh, want to open it to everybody and get uh, uh, others' opinions. Uh, what you guys think of these MMOs, if you have any opinions on any, uh, any of the three I mentioned, or any other MMO that uh, is out now that you guys might uh, think, I, I would be interested in looking into.
5: So I know it. Um, Oh, go for it.
1: No, go for it. I was yeah, going to say, go anyone
5: ahead. anyone want to go?
1: I was, was <laughs> going to say, I was hearing a lot of... All of a sudden, RuneScape has been popping up, and I was going to check that out, but you already know that, because you were razzing me.
5: <laughs> um, I, I, <laughs> that I'm that gonna game is so old. Warning, I
1: know, it's super freaking old. I lo- I not love even it. that. I'm
5: not even talking about it being old. I'm going to oh, give you the so- warning of it. It's okay, probably the only MMO I would call more cutthroat than Eve. Really? really? Isn't
2: it, like, super pay-to-win?
5: Is it really? Uh, I haven't heard about Runescape being super pay to win, but I have heard that uh, it's super cutthroat.
1: Oh, okay. It's,
5: it's like the way that I've the way that I've I've never played like more than five minutes of the newest version of it. But the way that I've heard people who have played it talk about it, it gets a lot of comparisons, like player base wise, to a game like Eve. It's a completely player driven market, from what I can tell.
1: Huh. Yeah, I, I'd only found no. it because a, one of um, my friends I follow on Twitter have always followed him, Jester Art. He was um, streaming. He's in Australia. So while I'm sleeping, he's always tweeting out, just getting ready to stream some, let, some play. Let's play with RuneScape with his girlfriend or fiance. And so I wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh, you know, they seem to be having a lot of fun in that. And then I thought, well, I've I've heard of it. I've never played it. And I downloaded it. And it's a free to play. They, they say they're a truly unique MMO. Um, and that they're free to it's free to play, so you're not out anything to download it and check it out. That's the one thing I liked, but I downloaded it, but I, I just created a character, but I don't like it because it's a browser. I don't like games that run in my browser for some yeah. reason. I very snobby against that because I didn't like the click and play. I didn't like how I moved my character. I don't I didn't play very much of it, to be honest with you. Because then to be honest, I spend way too much time in ARC and I thought, what the hell am I thinking? I'm not gonna have enough time to even check this thing out, you know, because like we play some much arc and stuff so yeah but that's one it's free to play if you want to check that out go for it
5: yeah don't go into the wilderness with people that's the uh is there the actual PVP zone
1: stuff oh yeah okay. I, I
5: guess there's like a wilderness I was in town fun fact venezuela apparently it's super popular to farm uh green dragons and runescape as a way to make money Re- venezuela oh, right literally. now because huh. socialism has just destroyed their economy
1: huh well they had no idea yeah i didn't It says you can be your own hero. There's no character classes. Choose the abilities you want. Adopt different play styles to suit the situation. Uh, You can have the skills of a warrior, warrior, healer, and wizard all at once. Yeah, is the community shapes the game. And uh, gods are fighting for supremacy and your actions decide the victor. Characters will die and geography will reshape. The consequences forever alter the Runescape's future, but it says it's truly free to play. So I don't know. I don't know anything more than that.
5: <laughs> I wonder what. Uh, I wonder what other game that reminds me of. Hmm.
1: So you oh. heard that it's pretty cutthroat because it's player driven.
5: I've heard that. Yeah, it's super okay. like they, like people will scam you all the time. Huh. Which I mean, personally, I support. If you're dumb <laughs> enough to uh, <laughs> fall for it, you're dumb enough to fall for it. You deserve it.
1: <laughs> how does this not surprise me
5: <laughs> well it's like it's like it's kind of like an eve people will make a contract telling you okay i'm gonna sell you this fleet issue ship and then you look and it's you can see in the contract it's not a fleet issue ship and you what? still buy it
1: no way like they
5: can straight up lie to you
1: so it's like the real world
5: yeah basically you can scam people they have to be smart enough to catch your scam oh.
1: I don't think I'd want to play a game like that because I play games to get away from the real world. So why would I want to play a game that mimics the real world? That yeah, would
5: suck. It can be kind of, it can be kind of brutal on people.
1: Yeah. I don't think it'd be very, I mean, like if your brain's already fried by the time, I was going to say, if play, you
5: have a brain in your head, you won't fall for most of these. Yeah, scams. That's true. I say most because there's some really, really good ones out
1: right. there. Right. Yeah.
5: And I do not really think of those it people. Has They're anything not interested that, in you.
1: I don't think it has anything (laughs) to do with brains. I think it has to do with like your trust too, or your moral your moral system. Like some people just don't understand, you know, what it takes to be a jerk. You have to know your enemy to, you know, you have to be like your enemy in a way to understand them, to know them. And a lot of people don't come in and, and have that nature about them that um, to, to want to immediately screw somebody over to get ahead so i could see they could be the smartest person in the world but maybe they're just nice and they don't they don't know what it's like to be an asshole so they don't even see it coming you know what i mean so
5: i don't know man i don't when, think it's uh, nothing
1: to do with smarts 100 percent. but they offer of to it, sell
5: you 10 of this fucking thing that expired a month ago some and you people buy are it.
1: trusting they have never been fucked over or screwed over or anything they don't even know well, what it feels like you that know? does happen
5: they I honestly get fucked over more because it's an important part well, of it life it
1: probably takes that honestly <laughs> I'm just saying it's yeah I, I get what you are mean but I don't think it's 100% black and white you're dumb or you're smart there's a lot of factors that go into why people trust people and and stuff so cause you know you don't know until you know
5: get it kicked out of you
1: <laughs> kinda, kinda I don't know
0: until you know until you
1: know do 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 uh but you have another that, that was my game did anybody else have anything to to toss in cybers oh yeah. Basket? Yeah, yeah, yeah
5: yeah i remember what i was gonna say i tried uh star wars the old republic recently the free-to-play it was uh pretty garbage
1: <laughs> tell us how you really, really? feel giga you always, very always hold back
5: you always like, holds back. oh no i'm holding back <laughs> i know you I am absolutely. It's like, I that.
0: tried it. It's garbage.
5: <laughs> oh, well, okay. it's like okay. I get it. Here's what it felt like to me. And I played it maybe like two months ago, re- three months I'll ago. I'll
1: review on that too. It'll be it's garbage.
5: <laughs> it feels a lot like it's kind of been turned into a cash cow at this point. Like maybe it was a good game at one point in its life, but at this point, it feels like it's dead. And it also feels like they really, really try to get you to. Because you do, there isn't, ugh, I don't know how to describe it. They try to milk you for money.
1: Okay. That's the point.
0: Up, it is a dead game. It's yeah, there's
5: straight dead up now. boxes you can buy that give you better gear. Stuff like that annoys me. Okay. Being able to directly buy an advantage over other people.
1: Yeah, I yeah, can see could. that.
5: I will say
2: with the ESO, they have a pretty cool uh, PvE storyline. And uh, just because, so there's three different alliances that you can choose from. And Just because you choose one alliance doesn't mean you miss out on the other two because once you finish the storyline for yours uh, It branches off into the other three storylines that
1: you can go play and that's Elder Scrolls online. I've never played that either
0: I had a lot of fun playing DC universe online
1: yeah, I saw Lee was in that a couple nights ago and I wondered if he was getting back into it
0: it's a fun game. Like, he will always pop in out. He loves that game. So he'll always be in and out of that game. But I had a good time playing it too. And I'll pop in every once in a while because my character's kind of dope. So yeah, That was fun in. when
1: we played together. I thought that was fun. Is
2: that the one where you create your own uh, superhero? Yeah,
0: yeah, you're a superhero. Like what's cooler than that? Like it's really fun. I think um, I was the character. Or a super JJ. villain. Or a super or villain.
1: Super vi- I think we were villains, actually. We were villains. We yeah, we villains. were villains. Yep.
3: And DC Universe is one of the one game one of the only games that are cross-platform across like both consoles and PC.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I know that I liked playing it with a controller better than the keyboard. I didn't know it was truly all cross-play. That's
0: well, cool. The only thing about that game is it's a lot of fun and I do like it. But um the story gets a little because there's, there's so many expansions because that's how they really make their m- money. There's so many expansions that as a new player, it's like overwhelming because there's so many expansions. And as you're coming coming up from a lower level, it's kind of harder to get people to do the lower level stuff. Um, and it's hard to do it with, with people that are your level because most of the time you'll get in and there's always somebody in the group who's like level 150 and you're level like 10 and they're just blowing everything up, and you're not really playing the game at that point, you know? Oh, so that's kind okay. of frustrating. But it is fun to make a superhero. The missions are kind of fun, and, you know, you get to play with Batman, so that's cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All oh, right, um, you stepped away, but you're back, Cyber. You want to tell us yeah, about sorry. Kids wake up,
4: wake up, I had a oh, running denim. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know how that is.
4: <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, so one uh, thing uh, now... I guess still, still being on MMOs because this is going to be a future MMO but looking at uh, uh, future games here uh, there I've been keeping my eye on since I heard about it um, it's been in the making I think for a while now but uh, the game is called Camelot Unchained um, so Camelot Unchained is being developed by uh, one of the guys that designed the first MMO I ever played which was Dark Age of Camelot uh, by Mythic Entertainment and um, Mythic Entertainment is now EA, so it's EA Mythic, but and the Dark Age of uh, Camelot, is actually still up and running to this day. Um, Camelot Unchained, um, I've been watching videos uh, on it and stuff like that, um, is similar to Dark Age of Camelot in the idea that it's going to be three realms, so realm versus realm, uh, where in Dark Age of Camelot, you had Albion, which was like uh, King Arthur's Knights of the Round Table thing. You had the Hibernia, Hibernians and you had the Midgards. Uh, in Camelot chained, it's going to be the Arthians, Arthurians, the Tuthad Danan, and the Vikings um, are going to be the three realms. Um, so uh, it's still going to be uh, that three realm, realm versus realm thing. One of the things that I've, heard about in videos on Camelot and Chain, though, that's different from Dark Age of Camelot, is it's going to be totally PvP focused. So there's going to be no PvE areas where you're going to get your levels and stuff like that. That kind of concerns me because I'm such a casual player that uh, usually I get so far behind that uh, I don't do well in PvP because I'm out-leveled by everybody, so it's going to be interesting to see how they handle that mechanic in a game if it's going to be 100% open PvP. Um, If they handle that level balancing really well, uh, I probably will be very interested in playing it and uh, uh, giving it a try. Um, But uh, yeah, I enjoyed uh, Dark Age of Camelot, and uh, that's... When I heard that Camelot Unchained was being uh, produced by one of the original mythic uh, designers who made Dark Age of Camelot, I, I started watching it very closely. Um, so one of the things right now, so Camelot Unchained, they're looking for pledges uh, and depending on which pledge, they're calling them pledges, but depending on which pledge package you uh, you purchase, you can uh, get uh, access to different tiers. So. It looks like they're just starting the first round of beta uh testing now so to get into the first round of betas i'm just uh, on their website um it's 60 dollars would get you into beta round one it looks like it's called the builder's tier um and uh uh, builders tier i am the warrior i guess they call it and uh you get one additional month of subscription so it looks like it is actually going to be a Uh, Subscription based, you get uh, Living Digital Strategy Guide, Builder's Welcome Package, um, Digital Soundtrack, Builder's Pack Level 1, Uh, I'm not sure what that is, Uh, Special Thanks in our in-game credits, Uh, Upgrade to Beta 1 Access, and Forum Badge uh, is upgraded to Silver. So uh, for 60 bucks you could get into level 1, or the first beta. now they also have uh which interested me more the lifetime um packages so those though are a lot more expensive 275 um but uh they basically give you um a platinum form badge builders pack is upgraded to level three total of three extra beta invites three additional character slots at launch alpha access but you also get a three-year subscription, which is what commonly known as a lifetime subscription, and it's renewable after that, uh, after the three years, for a dollar per a year. So well, let's not wow. call it
0: lifetime subscription. <laughs> let's call it three-year subscription. <laughs>
5: yeah, let's call it a, a three-year subscription, renew, and then we'll right? charge you a dollar every year. That's, That's a, nothing. It's a great deal, but I mean, it's two hundred and seventy bucks yeah. up front.
4: But that's what the, like when I put, so I've taken, I purchased myself three lifetime subscriptions in the past. I bought, uh, the now defunct champions on, actually, I think champions online exists still, but, um, I don't think it did very well. Um, and I had a lifetime subscription to that. I paid 150 for that one. Uh, the... Uh, I think it was regularly two hundred and fifty, and they cut it down to one hundred and fifty. Uh, I did the same thing for um, the Star Wars Old Republic game, and I think there was one other one that doesn't even exist anymore that I did that for. So uh, that that's the Well, two hundred and seventy-five is uh, the going regular rate for what they call lifetime subscriptions. So they they're staying on par with what other companies have charged in the past for lifetime.
0: Subscriptions. Well, I I didn't think it sounded like. like- Expensive, because if you if you if, if you think about it, if you're spending fifteen dollars a month, and you are, and you times that you know by by twelve, that's almost the whole thing, right there. So you get right. so once so once you pass the three years, you know you're definitely more than paid up for. it. It's like definitely uh-huh. worth it. Yeah, and then, but I mean, is it a game MMOs? you're going to play for three years? Like, yeah, I played exactly. WoW. I'm mean, a no, but here's the thing, man. I played WoW for close to five years, and I still yeah. sometimes want to go back and play. So, there are MMOs out there that can hook you, but you just got to find that one.
5: Yeah, you got to yep. find the one.
2: So, I keep looking up on this one, and the biggest disappointment for me was uh, in Dark Ages the of Camelot, they had a uh, Midgar race called the Troll. It was a big rock thing. And the closest thing they're going to have into it is Ethereum's, uh Golem, which that, that kind of disappoints me as a Midgard fan.
0: What I find about MMOs is that it's so weird. It's like WoW came out and you played WoW. It's like once you play WoW, you want other MMOs to kind of fulfill the same shoes that WoW did. And just no MMOs that I've played so far could live up to it. And like that's the whole thing, and and, and I'm saying that because in, you know, every new new MMO that I play, I play it, and then I f- and then I find that I run out of things to do, and when I was playing WoW, I felt like I've never ran out of things to do. There was always something to do, and it was su- and it's such a big world, and I know that's it's because they've been around for years now, like years and years. So over ten years, so there's a lot of stuff to like do. And that's but that's the hard part. It's like I'm in this new game, I played for like six months, I'm loving it, but then I hit that wall where it's like I'm just bored and like I wanna do stuff, but there's nothing to do. Do you so, guys get what yeah, I'm saying on that? Yeah. Oh yeah, completely.
2: So
3: like,
0: it wow, like, you could WoW? go and do old raids, you could do pet battles, you could look for rare mounts, you could look for rare pets, you could there's so many just things that you could do to fill time, you know?
2: With WoW, their P V E was amazing. But their PvP kind of sucked, in my opinion.
0: That and is your opinion. I, I
2: like like <laughs> PvP. <laughs> well, okay, so their open world PvP was awesome, but their like arenas and stuff was, eh, it was lackluster for me. And I always secretly wished that they had the same kind of battlegrounds like Dark Ages and Camelot had, because that, by far, even to this day, was is the some of the best PvP I've ever played.
1: And that was the most i agree because that's the game i had the most fun doing was the open world um and structured like rp pvp fashion where we would battle then go back and then battle again and then go back and the battle like it was fun and then doing all that like tra- capturing the nodes in the different cities and the villages like i've never got that itch scratched ever since that game either and one it of the has- It has not got, it's, it's, it wrecked that itself. Like it took one of the coolest things about that game that I loved and pissed all over it. And now it's that, even that game isn't the same anymore. I agree with you, big. I do. One
0: of the most fun things I've had ever, and I never got the same moment, like night of fun where I was in WoW and where we went and killed all of the leaders in all the cities to get that special mount, the bear. yeah. and that was just a blast just getting together with like 20 people 30 people yep. and just raiding cities and then like everybody's in the cities was like trying to like fend you off it was just amazing like there was one point where we had someone like scouted out to say okay what city right now has like low pop I'm gonna go hit that one first because once they catch on to what you're doing all of a sudden all the cities flood with, with um, new players and they all sign on and they want to fight so it's like you try and get in there at like certain times, it was just super fun, you know. 2030.
2: Yeah. Like, I remember when it was. And then you
0: trying to, players. and then you're trying to sneak over there without like anybody from the other faction noticing. Okay, why is there a massive amount of players like coming on this city? It's like you were trying to like sneak around and be like, don't everybody go there at once. Go in like one at a time. It was like it was just it was a Great.
1: And that was the first game I ever got to teabag someone was World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah
0: teabagging yeah. was, was the best. That
1: was the best. And then you would do things like <laughs> you would send some
0: people to go hit one of the other cities. Yeah. And then when everybody yeah, runs there, there. Yes, then the real group so, yes. would go and hit the yeah. real target. Like, that was, like, 100%. super awesome.
1: Yeah, that you're stuff right. That
2: was always
1: so fun. Yep, yeah. that was not right. so fun. But now they added the cross-server um, mesh servers so you had and then you can invite people from your battle net things to join your server so it's like you lost that sense of community you lost that sense of like um, on that server you knew who the guilds were now you go to Pinga city and then you could get one dude and like uh, one guy will show up and then invite a whole bunch of people from his thing It what it lost you still got combat but it didn't mean anything like you lost the bragging rights you lost that that sense of an actual real world combat you just had nameless combat instead of like yeah we got that guilt you know what I mean like you had that back and forth um yeah. vibe on those servers and when they did that they took that away it, it sucked
2: what, what was that one uh undead area where everybody would fight it in, was totally yeah torn I remember there used to be South forums Island. where people would have hits on people Absolutely. And if you could prove that you killed them Yep. people would pay you in-game
1: gold for that's that. how it was on the server adventure company that i was on because there was a leader of this very military style guild And if you didn't, if you, you, everybody in that Alliance guild had to ride a certain mount, had to have X amount of gear on, and they had to, nobody was allowed to go out by themselves. It was ran that good. And the lead, and the guild leader of that guild was so, he always had hits on him. And it was a blast. And even as a low level player, your whole goal was to be a spy and you would hide in the woods outside the Alliance castle, knowing that you could get ganked at any moment. But you wanted to get eyes on the guild leader to get it get it back to your your guild leader so that you could rally the tree. It was a lot of freaking fun, and then it just went. Pfft, they shot themselves in the foot. They stepped on their own Peter. It's not that great.
2: And that's pretty hard to do. I'm just. Like, I know,
1: and they did it, and it was sucks. Awesome. <laughs> I did it. That was so much oh fun. God.
2: Man, you're making my 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 trigger finger itch again.
1: <laughs> and. Good lord! I know, I know, right?
0: (laughs) And I used to love when somebody like when you're on like uh, one of your like new characters and someone like hits you and they kill you like 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 (laughs) over and over again. Nothing gave me more satisfaction than switching back over to my rogue and and just going back to that spot with my main and just like it's like you've gone and did it. You're gonna make me get my main, okay? And then you just go back and you just wreck them
1: every time. there's an awesome youtube video on that was called don't make me get my main did you ever watch it because that's one thing about the community they're always making their own um their own videos with the the live action and they they make their own songs and stuff and so funny i'll have to find it and share it later in discord It's old school, but I, I gotcha. We have totally hijacked cyber.
4: (laughs) That's all good. (laughs) I I gotta say, it's interesting hearing, uh, blue talking about his, why he didn't like the PVP in wow, because it's a dark age of Camelot. I think the exact same way, because I, like I said, I did play wow and I didn't like the PVP, but I was coming from dark age of Camelot as well. And dark age of Camelot, the PVP was, uh, absolutely fantastic. Um, And the one that the game that only game I've played that's come closest to that style of PVP was Guild Wars uh, Two. Guild Wars Two had uh, a similar type of thing where they have battlegrounds and um, the open PVP area once you're max level. Uh, Or actually, no, I think you could go into it at any level, and they automatically bumped you up to the max level um, in Guild Wars Two. Um, But uh, the PvP style of Dark Age of Camelot, which I'm hoping that the um, developer adds to Camelot Unchained was just fantastic where um, For example the battlegrounds, which I spent most of my time because I never got max level and because I never get max level in anything I do Um, but um, the battlegrounds so they would have one that was I I don't remember the uh, level things, but let's just say the first one that you could enter you, you had to be level five and uh, the highest level you could get uh, was 10 and then you're, you couldn't get, get access to that uh, battlegrounds anymore but in the battlegrounds you would have your three keeps where each um, realm would start uh, or warp in and then there would be one keep in the middle um, and uh, you could use siege equipment uh, and uh, whatever you uh, raiding uh, equipment so they had three or four different siege things that you could had buy the parts and uh, build the siege uh, equipment and it was they weren't movable siege so you had to figure out where you' were going to set it and build it build it so they had like catapults um, ballistas and trebuchets uh, and battering rams um, but you would do all this and and the object was basically to do for your realm to take over the that middle deep and the cool thing is um, that middle keep, uh, depending on how what level that keep was by the realm that owned it, uh, would have stronger NPCs if it was a higher level or weaker NPCs. Um, it was just a fantastic PvP experience and they made it so that you, you were just starting out, you are level 5, you could still play and you wouldn't feel overwhelmed by facing a level 80 or whatever, you were only going to face maximum a level 10. Um, and as you got to that level ten range, you're you're feeling like you could conquer the world because you were uh, at the top of that area of the battlegrounds as far as level uh, went. And uh, it's that kind of PvP that really attracted me to uh, Dark Age of Camelot, and I n- haven't found a single MMO that's come near uh, what you could do in Dark Age, uh, what they did in Dark Age of Camelot for battlegrounds and and uh, all that.
2: Well, the best part is it was like PvP training wheels because you just you learned how to PvP with your character as you leveled. Right. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, I thought they had towers that you could take to make take the center keep easier.
4: I think that's it. That was in the Frontier. I think the Battlegrounds, it was just the main. You could be right. I, I just remember always going for the center castle, but you, you could be right that they had other things. Um in the battlegrounds, I don't uh, remember uh, exactly. It was such a long time ago, when like if you guys go and look at that game, like you can get free trials and stuff of Dark Age Camelot now, but you'd be like, "What the hell is this?" type thing, because everything is like uh, to do an emote, you had to do a slash wave or slash whatever. Like it, it, it was, it's like totally old school uh, MMOs.
2: <laughs> you got to put it in perspective. That game was out years before WoW, so that, yeah, that just dates it.
4: Yeah. It was before uh well let, let me find out what, when it was made. Um yeah, I was in high school when it made it. It ate up a whole lot of my uh senior uh oh no, I guess I was, it was made it came out initial release date was October 9th, 2001. So I was I was out of high school. I was in college. So it ate up a lot of my first years of college.
1: <laughs> Which I'm sure you're not alone cuz I know that there's a lot of people who who's had that happen. <laughs> Definitely devoted like their first year to uh, some crazy game. Had yeah.
4: no idea. Yeah, it was uh, at the time when Dark Age of Camelot was out. It was when the original EverQuest was out and Ultima oh. Online. Those were the MMOs of that <laughs> that year, uh, that era, <laughs> I guess. Right. So, but anyways, I think I've uh, taken up enough time talking MMOs and stuff. So uh, I'm going to pass the torch on.
1: All righty. I am the one you're passing it to. Uh, Mine's pretty short and sweet. Um, I downloaded just for mobile just like a day ago. I saw that Sims Mobile was a thing and on uh, my phone. So I thought, ah, I hate Sims on the computer and like growing up that's all my sister played and i always like to play age of empires but i figured maybe it's better as a time-wasting game (laughs) and sometimes because when you're always playing combat games combat games combat games combat games sometimes at least for me i like to switch it up and have a non-combat game so i'm just testing this out to see if it's still stupid like i thought it was a long time ago um, so far, it's interesting. I'm still exploring it and seeing it's I was talking to you in discord cyber about it. And we were wondering if there was like a lot of wait time on stuff or like, forcing you to like a cash shop. And so far, not the case, because you can send your person to work and um you can either go and do their job like my chick's a barista right now so she's leveling up in her coffee shop so it's kind of boring but it's one that my daughter likes to look over my shoulder and kind of be like let's do this and let's do that <laughs> so it's like one of those games like they can kind of get in and involved as long as you're not like you know so doing I, you're not
0: hooking syndrome. up you
1: you're not hooking saying? up <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> i got a question for like, you about is this. is
0: that a hot dog in your pocket i know.
1: <laughs> have, they're already like they have hot tubs and all that stuff.
2: Do you need but... to have materials to make things like couches and what have you?
1: Uh-uh. Nope. Um, I'm unlocking stuff just by leveling up in the game and that's and I'm, I think I'm like level 7 or 8. They just, all different kinds of stuff that you can unlock. You can build your house. You can collect stuff. So it's kind of cool if you're collecting kind of a person. There's real players in the game but I haven't really felt like they're talking to me. It's like our sims do their own thing and you can add people. Like Yogi added me. You can add your friends list. There's like a little friend code. Um, but I think you—they don't give you like a name on a friends list. You're a bunch of letters and numbers until you hit like a certain level, probably so that they know that you're gonna keep playing, so they don't bog down their systems with a bunch of names. So, because I uh, and then you can hold parties and level up, and there's a bunch of different stuff you can do to unlock um, stuff to build your house with and and all that stuff.
2: I love that picture you posted with that chick just hanging out in your house. Yeah, not able to talk to you. You're like, bye, Felicia.
1: I was like, like what? I, I invited Bella over to have a conversation. We are supposed to be friends, but she just sat on my couch. And it, every time <laughs> I would go to talk to her, it's like, Bella can't chat right now. I'm like, what the hell is Bella doing on my couch then? Bella, get out of my house. <laughs> so, but it's neat. Like um, the only thing right now that I haven't been pressured to buy anything. There's a lot of that. Um, watch this 18 second video. And it's normally advertising another mobile game. And you can get this additional... A token, you know, so it's like you can click it to watch it walk away. You know what I mean? It's not anything serious, and you just add up these little tickets that you turn into points, and you can buy yeah, stuff. Yeah, what your was house that, that mobile
0: way? game that, that, that we tried out? That like mobile fantasy game?
1: We tried out uh, a couple of them. Um, well, shoot. there was
0: one where I watched a whole bunch of those like videos for like free stuff. Yeah, and I decked out my character. It was like pretty cool
1: is it the one that we could just hit autoplay and it pretty much just did the whole game for us like until you hit like a ceiling like it maybe what, was maybe it the one, i think like, it was that one yeah i think it was i think it was you one had like the a pet ones.
0: you had a pet with yeah,
1: you yeah yep yep it got to the oh it was making our phones hot i think that was the point like my phone was getting hot your phone was getting hot but we had older phones at the time so i don't know it was a very battery. It was sucking the life out of our phone batteries, that particular one. But so so far Sims is it it's better than what I thought. It's definitely if you're not like I don't think it's for everybody by far. But it's not bad either. You know, it's kinda it's it's what it is. You know, it's what it's always <laughs> been. <laughs> it's what it's always been. Um So also, um, I mentioned last week that Chucklefish uh, is the one, is the developer for Stardew Valley. They actually have announced the name of their RPG that is like a crossover between Stardew Valley and Harry Potter. And it is called Witchbrook. So he finally released the game title for that. And also he tweeted out that um, a little bit more information on when Stardew Valley is going to go to a uh, multiplayer or a type of multiplayer i think it's more or less like a co-op multiplayer there's not going to be like people that you don't know where around but you can like hook up with your friends and like share a farm or a world with each other so that's cool i'm um, curious
2: on how the houses is gonna work
1: i know that. right i'm really kind of curious i know yogi plays Stardew valley on his switch i would think it'd be cool if we could like all do Cross platform on that, but I doubt that's probably gonna happen. But who knows? Who knows? But um, so that I was excited about that. But um, oh yeah, so I jumping back, they said that the Stardew Valley, um, the Witchbrook, it was the Stardew Valley that Harry Potter said it, it has a 2D aesthetic that looks a lot like Stardew Valley, and it's built upon the idea that, of course, we all want to go to magic school, so it's gonna be based around a plot like that. So I'm excited about that, and um, I know we talked a lot about this on our show last night, but a lot of our new C, our Cross Realm Cast listeners might not know that we do an Arc Survival Evolved podcast at RatedArc.com, and we record those every Thursday. Well, it's going to be every Friday. We're swapping the nights, and um, we did talk about it, so I'm going to share with our gaming listeners here that... um, eric survival evolved is also coming to mobile ios and android and you can sign up for the beta for ios right now and i put the links in the show notes but it's uh, playarc.com forward slash mobile so you can head there and the links are in the show notes and so does anybody have any thoughts on any of that stuff because then i have a tv show i wanted to share what no? have you been watching i've been watching um i like the comedians in cars getting coffee have you guys seen that on netflix it's, it's by fine. Jerry Seinfeld.
0: I've seen it on there, but I've never watched it. And I, okay. I, I kind of wanted to. I want to check it out eventually.
2: It it's looks like, like one of those things with a lot of awkward situations. And I'm the type of person that would get like really weirded out by that and have to walk away.
1: Yeah. Well, wh- like, what part would weird you out? Uh,
2: just the um, the awkward social thing. I just I can't do it.
1: Oh, like okay. I I found that it's like a show that I I can't. These, this falls in the category of this is a show that I don't need to devote, like, devote all of my brain to so like I can play a game and then listen to this on the side because some of the comedians are my favorites and I think they're really funny so I like seeing them talk very candidly and with other people in their realm of employment so I think we get a little bit because then they start sharing stories about other things that you you know, you don't get that inside kind of view on. You know, like there I can't remember who it was obviously Jerry Seinfeld. And I think maybe um Jimmy Fallon. I think he was talking to him. And they're talking about Jack Nicholson and and how Jimmy Fallon um and him had this interaction about Cracker Jacks. Like like Jack Nicholson is really pissed off at Cracker Jack toys now because back in the day he had some really badass toys and now they just give you stupid pictures and stickers and stuff. And, you know, it's just little things like that you don't really see. And I thought I thought it was kind of entertaining because it, it literally... So for those who don't know, it's um, Jerry Seinfeld's uh, talk show combines coffee, laughs, and vintage cars. So they literally drive around in awesome cars and just shoot the shit and then they go get some coffee and then they hop back in their car. You get to see like, um, people (laughs) recognizing them and some, it goes up well and some not so well. (laughs) So it's, it's just funny. I enjoyed it. It's something new where Netflix has a lot of like normal TV shows or movies. This is something different. Do
0: people still recognize Seinfeld?
1: (sighs) Um, I think a lot of people wouldn't. Kesha recognized him. (laughs) I was laughing my ass off. I was watching this, this new show. Do you guys know who Kesha is? She's like that singer that probably shouldn't be one.
0: Yeah, she's a singer. I I mean, she's alright. I kind of like like Kesha.
1: Yeah, but if auto-tune wasn't a thing, she probably wouldn't have a job, you know? Because with auto-tune, it was a lot of her, like, beginning. Like, a lot of... damn. Yeah, just saying. But, um, she... It was funny because she recognized Jerry Seinfeld on, like, a red carpet event, and she, like, rushed him. Like, "Ah!" like all obnoxious and her hands flying (laughs) and he's looking at her like what the hell like he instantly gets in defense mode and like puts his hands out and she's looking around, like, who is this crazy chick? Because obviously, he's there's such an age gap there. Like, he's not probably rolling around in his vintage cars listening to Kesha. He's not, obviously, because he didn't know who the hell she was. She's like, it's me. It's me. And he's like, look at like, who get this woman away from me? It was hilarious.
0: It's like, <laughs> so, I don't know you. So You're not someone, popular enough.
1: Someone recognized him. <laughs> It, it was this funny and i felt bad for her because it was one of those situations you're like she was so excited and he was looking at her like she was a piece of like dirty gum stuck to the bottom of his shoe and she and must that's be the situations now. Blue
0: can't handle exactly <laughs>
2: yeah
1: yeah so yeah so there's that that's a that's a pretty neat show that is on and i put the links in the show notes all right, I'm handing it over to Mr. Johnny Wrench. Well, this morning oh, when I woke up,
3: I, I decided instead of jumping into the game and I would catch up on some movies that I'd missed, so I started watching the uh, the Hobbit series. I'd seen The Lord of the Rings, so I wanted to catch up with The Hobbit. Ooh. And one of the scenes got me thinking about an old school game that I used to play, and it's where they finally make it into the mountain, and, you, they, and um, Bilbo walks into the room that's got all the gold in it. And I was like, that looks so much like the Dwarf King's, like, treasury on Ultima Underworld. And so I spent the majority of my day trying to get my modern computer to play a 25-year-old game. And in looking for help with this, I come across where um, they're coming out with a new Underworld game. So to give a little background on Ultima Underworld for the people that don't know, it was the first... Uh, role playing game to feature first person action in a 3d environment and it had elements in it where the player could look up and down it had um dynamic lighting it had uh it had inertia you could run at a wall and jump and hit that wall and instead of just dropping straight down you would bounce back wow And, and so there was a lot of a lot of new things that went on with this game and it's it's gotten a lot of awards and like hall of fame kind of things and uh, it was it went on you know it-, it influenced like Bethesda and Valve and you end up with it was inspiration behind like Deus Ex and Bioshock and uh, several other games. So the original um, studio, which was Blue Sky Productions, which became Looking Glass, uh, the original developers decided we you know for like they want to make a new version of this game. So it we're getting all Underworld Ascendant and the just the the gameplay that I've seen the pre-alpha gameplay has been absolutely amazing it looks it looks just incredible the um but the idea behind the Stygian abyss which is where this takes place was actually came from the uh the scene that I was talking about in in Moria in uh, the uh Lord of the Rings um world or whatever that's where that's where the uh the guy that, that developed it got the idea and so in the original game you would you played as the avatar and that is actually where we get the term avatar for our online character is from oh, the ultimate series
1: wow did that, know and that. It,
3: it, yep and he actually he actually came up with the idea thinking about um thinking about jesus christ
1: because okay. Jesus
3: christ was an avatar that em- embodied all these virtues and so that was where he kind of went with his protagonist for the ultimate series which was called the avatar wow um it's an interesting piece of history. That is. That's yeah. pretty neat. And, and the neat thing about the original Under Ultima Underworld is, it wasn't like a slash and hack game. You just run through. It wasn't a dungeon crawler where you run through killing everything and then you get to the last boss and you're done. Uh huh. It was. It was very. It had like very much like sim- simulation elements to it, to where every decision that you made, whether in conversation or whether to attack someone or just talk to them, or how you approach things, it it had an effect on the game, not so much as the outcome, but just in the way the game played. And so, it was very non-linear. Non-linear. It was. Uh, it allowed for a lot of emergent gameplay, and it was it was a lot of fun. And it took me forever to finally beat this game. And Crazy. so, what they're looking to do with the new one is and Abyss is now inhabited by three factions, which would be dark elves, dwarves, and shamblers. Uh, you can also encounter non-player characters of no factional alignment. Sporting any faction will affect the balance of power in the ABS and how factions react to the player. So that's very dynamic in that part of it. And it, it aims to present multiple unscripted solutions to scenarios present in the game. Um, using a simulated system they dubbed the Improvisation Engine, where you can have a wide range of options to... Past obstacles in the game instead of some discrete puzzle solution that you have to sit and figure out. And that was one of the things that I saw in the uh, pre-alpha gameplay was the guy was trying to get around this one area to keep from getting uh, spotted by the lizard men. And he had, he had a um, basically had a, an artifact or tool that he could use to gravitate objects. And so he would pick up these blocks and gravitate them across like holes in this elevated like cavern walkway to make a bridge to walk across instead of having to go down and fight these lizard men. And I thought that was that was really um, really innovative. So you can you can actually take different approaches to every situation in there instead of it being very much scripted and the same thing all uh, every time. You know? So I, I think that would have a lot of replay value. And I'm really looking forward to this. It's it's uh, like 25 years in the making because this game came out it's pre-doom it's pre-wolfenstein it's like almost pre-everything 3d it was it it was very innovative i hope it's not
0: like when michael jordan tried to make a comeback in basketball and it was just
3: average (laughs) oh no um just from like just from playing the game as a kid and then of course as a teenager and then um now trying to play it again as an adult knowing how it played before And seeing how this... And it's not supposed to be like a reboot. It's supposed to be like a whole new incarnation. But just from what I saw of it, it looks like it's going to be very um, interesting. It's not going to be average. It looks pretty amazing.
1: That's cool. I was was just looking it up on um, Steam because that's where you can download it for PC. And then it's... You're going to, are you going to be playing it on PS4? Is it available there too, or um, are you I'm going to?
3: Surely, I'm not sure. It looks like it's going to be a, going to be like a Windows OS X Linux kind of thing.
1: Okay. Because I see now, like on Steam, it says the release date is 2018 and that it's single player and that that's, is that what you experienced was a single
3: player? Yeah. The original games were all single player. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I don't. I, I don't think you ended up with any of the online uh, aspect of the Ultima series until you got into like Ultima Online. Oh, okay. And from gameplay that I've seen, it does. It, it's it's not the same. The original Ultima games were amazing. Stories were always very interesting, very, um, very immersive. You know, you really got into playing that character. Because as, as the avatar who embodies all these virtues, you have to make decisions that would well, you're s- supposed to make decisions that would be uh, that would portray who you were as a character. So if you go into like we were talking, you know, you were talking about looking up Ultima Seven and seeing the scene where there's the two bodies that had been like look like in a sacrifice, if you go in there and you start trying to steal things and the NPCs of the town catch you, you will literally never be able to leave that town because you have to solve the murder before you can leave the town. And if you get caught stealing, the entire town will attack you and try to kill you. And so there's no way out of the town. Which, oh my You God, kill no. everybody. So you, I mean, the decisions you make have a very, very big impact on how well you do in the game. So and I hope that they bring that, I hope that they bring that idea forward into Ascendant so that, you know, you can make those decisions, but, some decisions aren't really the best ones to make, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I love, I love that kind of gameplay where you have to, you have to say, well, I could do it this way and it would be a lot easier and simpler, but down the line, it may cause me trouble with this certain person or this faction or group of people or whatever, or I can, you know, do this other way that's more yeah. honorable and it'll take me longer, but it'll help me in the end. So I, I love that kind of thing. And one of the only one of the only other games I knew of that had like a karma system like that was Fallout New Vegas, where every decision you made on there, you got positive or negative karma. Okay. But, it, you know, and I I like that. But I love the I, I love the idea of going through the DGN abyss one more time and just getting so immersed in it that I feel like I'm actually there.
1: Yeah, those are the best games for me too. Or when you feel like you're definitely in that world, without it being VR, you know, you can really pull it off if you don't. You're not a VR game, but you can still immerse your your uh, player. That's awesome.
0: Well, like you instinctively reach for your knife when someone yeah. disagrees
1: with you. <laughs> I right. Still get, yeah. I still feel like that in arc. I still. I, i'm one of those i feel like i'm immersed that's why i probably can't watch scary movies and stuff because i feel i'm too into what i'm doing or watching <laughs> that it's literally will just scare me to the point of shitting like i'm ah! not really but i feel like it
3: or when you play so much arc and get so involved in art that you try yes. to click and click and build in real life yes and yes it doesn't work. totally 100 <laughs>
1: Like, I feel like sometimes, it, and I know Sydney has talked about this too, like when you actually have to go outside and start doing some landscaping and shit, you're like, God, this would really be so much better if I could just, you know, throw up a fence. I'm like, damn, in real life, fences cost a lot of money and they're a lot of work. But in ARC, you just gather some resources, magically craft it in your inventory, and just snap it up, throw it up. Beep.
0: Well, if you had the skills you could that do that with a real you can that have fast, that with real man. life
1: but fast in my inventory. I don't have a real that shit ain't gonna fit in my purse. And I have a big purse and that is not gonna fit in my purse.
3: <laughs> I, can see, I can see Esme walking around with a mouse uh, trying yeah. to click on everything to get it to oh, do. God. Like put the mouse against the against the wall. Like I wanna demolish this wall, but it's yes. not going anywhere. Take
1: it away. Exactly. Like oh, I got I a flat tire. I need some
2: sticks and some stones.
0: Yeah. I want an RG I could take to work. Forget oh, a flat tire. I just want to take an RG to work. it will be to work. so much easier. <laughs>
1: Be a oh, little yeah, slow, though. oh my god, did you guys see that video? It's been surfacing and now totally you just got me on this thing. That guy who jumps in the river and floats down the river to work? Did you guys see that video?
3: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that one.
1: Oh my god. Let it's me. It's in uh,
2: like Germany or Russia or something like that, right?
1: Yeah, it's some other country, but he avoids, and I thought of Foe when I watched this. I'm like, why doesn't Foe just jump in? A-? But I, get, I I doubt there's a river that runs right through the center of New York that you could just hop out and go to work. So I doubt work. it's
3: clean enough yeah, for you to exactly want to jump in. Enough. I was <laughs>
5: going to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <he laughs> wrote, like a third arm. Some
3: yeah, you don't want to just jump off in the Hudson and then try to go to work, do you?
1: <laughs> Let me see. It was, um, I'll Google Guy Floats Down River to get to work and see where I come up. With talk and amongst yourself.
2: funny because he just puts all of his clothes into a waterproof bag and just floats down the river in his underwear.
1: <laughs> it is awesome. Um, okay, here it is. Munich. Yeah, Munich command, And it was an actual video and everything that I saw. Um, this is all from uh, BBC.com. Of course there's a video and it wants to play right now so I can't hear anything. Oh um, yeah. It says most people commute by bus, train or car but Benjamin David gets to work by plunging into Munich's Isser River or Iser River. And um, he was fed up with the stress of commuting, like foe, and he wanted another way to go to work. (laughs) And so he now packs his laptop, his suit and shoes into a waterproof bag, straps it to his back, and swims two kilometers to work along the Iser River in Munich, Germany. Man, this Um, man
3: needs a jet ski. That's That's pretty cool, though.
1: Watch the video. I'll put it in the show notes. Watch the video. It is pretty impressive. It looks like um, the
3: most
2: freaking relaxing way to get to work. <laughs>
1: but my whole thought is was how I mean it obviously has to take public transportation back home you know it's not like he has a fold-up bike in there or whatever the only thing know, i
2: was thinking is that's got to be as cold as hell
1: hell yeah could you imagine that's um, why they it call says,
3: it the ice river yeah Iser River. <laughs>
1: it says depending on the season he wears swimming trunks or a long wetsuit as well as rubber sandals to protect his feet from glass or the occasional bicycle lane in the river his commute sometimes invites laughs from bystanders on the bridges above but he says it's faster and more relaxing than sitting in traffic So when I was seeing this, I thought my first thought was there's going to be some troll that now knows that this dude does this. It's going to be like peeing off a bridge, like trying to pee on him or something. Because, you know, there's people like that out there. Oh, God, yeah. They'd be like, David's gonna be, Benjamin David's gonna be coming down this river at any time, because it's every day at the same time, you know, there's there's gonna be some
5: <laughs> crazy ass person.
3: You see the guy at a, home, a, a literal he's got like conscience. a gallon of water, and he's just chugging it, he's like, he's yeah. like, I'm gonna make sure I'm really loaded for this guy when he gets there, I'm exactly. gonna really like rain down on him.
1: You know exactly what I'm talking about then, don't you? <laughs>
3: it's
2: like aiming for the Cheerios.
1: Yeah, yes, exactly. So, yeah, I, I cracked up, and that's what reminded me of that, phone when you said you wanted an RJ because there's other ways you can go but it doesn't sound like it's really that much of an option either way for you
0: i mean i ride my bike to work that's as close as i'm gonna, I'm gonna get
1: yeah you put a lot of uh wear and tear on your bike don't you of, uh, i gotta get a new
0: tire like it's just crazy
1: yeah it's a lot it's
0: like you don't realize how much damage you can do to your bike just by riding it until yeah. you start riding it like over 100 miles a week and you're like, man, this is crazy. I got to replace like spokes all the time. And just, it's, it's, but you right. know what? It's, it's worth it. It's totally fun.
1: I'll put the link to that dude in Last Call in case anybody, our listeners, want to read it or you guys do. It's whole, there, there's the video that explains everything. And, and Big said, it is, it does look like a very relaxing, he looks like he has no cares in the world. And, <laughs> and literally that's probably the most present he is like all week long is having that quiet time it's not like he's gonna take out his mobile phone you know and and do any like check his email or something he's literally just enjoying his commute to work going down this river so pretty (laughs) nifty so we we hijacked your ultima underworld so if you, were, if you were done, you can hand well, it off to Giga. If not, keep talking. The only
3: the only other thing I ha- I had was uh, when they announced this in 2014, which I guess I'm behind on it. But when they announced in 2014 that they wanted to do this, they did a uh, a Kickstarter to raise the initial funds for it. Their their goal was 600 thousand, and they raised over 160 thousand within the first few hours of starting the Kickstarter. Oh, so okay. they've definitely got a fan base because um, I know that what got, where i started with with the ultimate series is when we when we had our first computer it was old school like 486 dx2 machine didn't even it had a floppy drive and no cd drive so i went out and bought a cd drive and it came with a cd that had a good like 50 or 60 full games on it and um ultima 7 underworld one and two were on there and i played the crap out of those uh Because, I mean, like, there was other stuff on there, but those were the three that were the most fun.
1: Uh huh. And so,
3: you know, like, I, and I know, I don't, I know there's a lot of people out there that love the Ultima series. Now, this is not an Ultima game. They don't have, they didn't, they got the licensing for the Underworld part, but not the Ultima brand. But it is the original developers of the Ultima series working on it. So it is and it isn't. But they, to see a game come back to the, the, the 3D dungeon crawler RPG style of, of Underworld. It is just, I know there's going to, it's going to be one of the most popular things out there. That's all I have.
1: Awesome. There's a lot of good games um, that are on the horizon that I think have piqued a lot of people's interest. <laughs> kind of like, Hmm. And you always wonder and hope that it's going to be exactly as it's described and what you're seeing and stuff. That's cool. All right. Giga. Are you there? Giga? Okay. You had an interview, right? Last week.
5: Yeah, I did. Tell us about that. uh, Well, it went pretty much exactly how I expected it to. They asked me a couple questions, and now I have a... You click on my pilot info, you have my bio, which is an inside joke, that you had to have been there at the event I went to to get. But Mm. I have a nice little event staff title underneath my name.
1: Awesome. Did you put the link... For us to see this nah, or no?
5: No. There's... Well, you you need. I to. mean, I can get a screenshot, but I don't know how oh, okay. difficult it would be to show that.
1: That works. Okay.
5: I was making sure I didn't mute my mic on accident. Yeah, I figured I would uh, talk about the next thing that I'm training into in Eve right now, which is the uh, incursions. Which oh, okay. Basically, they're the closest thing Eve has to like a raid, in that you'll you'll have a uh, system. And every now and then, it'll become an incursion system. And basically what that means is, lore-wise, like, within the lore of the game, it's a uh, it's an enemy nation called Sancha's Nation, which is basically, like, this dude's basically insane. And he took him and a whole bunch of his, like, cult-like followers, and he moved way out into, like, abandoned space. Uh-huh. And he just invades Empire space trying to get uh, bodies use for who knows what like the dude collects dead bodies basically (laughs) goodness and what the incursions are is his army basically invading and so you'll have a lot of communities basically made around traveling to these different incursion sites because they only last for a certain amount of time okay because the way an incursion site works mechanically is the system is set up and as soon as it becomes an incursion site a bunch of uh, beacons go up. And when you go to that beacon, you're taken to a small little acceleration gate, which is kind of like a jump gate, except it's a little bit smaller. It doesn't take you out of the system. It just flings you to a, a dead area of space. Uh-huh. And from there, you and a fleet, because incursions are pretty much only able to be done in a fleet of battleships, and you and a fleet will basically have to kill as many of these uh, enemy ships as possible. And if you complete it, you get a pretty big payout. And the corporation I'm in has a pretty big community around doing those. But I don't have the skills trained up to do it yet. So instead, what I've been doing personally is playing a uh, lookout for them, making sure that nobody that can actually kill us comes into the system. Because we're such a big, like, new player corporation, that you'll have more experienced people looking to uh, kill people that are inexperienced will declare war on our corporation, which allows them to attack us anywhere legally. And since we do the uh, incursions, which spawn in high security space, the only people we really have to worry about are the people that are ugh, the people that are either going to suicide themselves on our ship and try to kill one of our ships because. Ships that these people that actually run the sites are using are worth, like, 1.5 billion, 2.5 billion, because you want to be able to do the site as fast as possible, so you'll get people going, like, balls to the wall with the modules they put on their ship. Because once you get to a certain point, you really don't have to worry about dying in these things. Once you get you get the strategy down and you you have people you do it with regularly... So once you get it down to a point, you're able to do it without dying, so people will uh, focus on maxing out their DPS or making themselves virtually unkillable, just stuff like that. So it attracts a lot of people who would get really cheap ships that can do a lot of damage and are uh-huh. focused only on doing damage because like there's there's weapons in the game called like polarized whatever, polarized machine gun. Uh-huh. And what a polarized weapon does is it uh, completely negates your ship's, It compl- like po- polarized torpedo launchers are what I'd have probably the most experience with, and they completely negate your ship's resistances. You take maximum damage from anything that hits you, but they give you a massive damage increase, They're also stupidly expensive. But people will get ships. They will min-max the price versus how much damage they can do, and then okay. they will basically come and they'll kill you, knowing that they're going to get killed. But as long as they've killed you, it's worth it. Really? Wow. So it's play. like, yeah, it's like it's basically like trying to rob a bank before the police can show up. You're okay. gonna get. You're gonna have to deal with them. Like I said, you can't evade the space police to the point that if you do manage to evade them, it's considered you glitched somehow and broke the rules.
1: So is there actual space police, like yeah. NPC driven or player? There's a
5: uh, NPC.
1: Oh, OK. They wouldn't that's let the space police be player. Basically, well, I, the way it yeah. works. Yeah, so the way it works is. Um, have I ever explained that? I don't think I have. I don't. That's all new to me. I don't that's remember That's a pretty that. big
5: thing that I must have glossed over then. OK, basically, in in EVE, there's four different types of systems. There's high security, uh-huh. low security, null security and wormholes. Okay. High security has either Empire faction ships or the Concord police basically orbiting every Stargate. And if you attack anyone in high security space that you are not at war with or currently engaged in a duel, like a legal agreed upon duel with Concord will show up and kill you. And as soon as they show up, they completely neutralize your ship. You're done. You can't activate any of your weapons. Game over, kid.
1: Wow. They shut
5: you down. So a lot of the like high security ganking is designed around having ships that can kill you in like two seconds.
1: Okay. Wow, that's crazy. So, that's an entirely different element.
5: Yeah, it. and then low security wow. space has no police, but the Stargates and space stations do have uh sentry guns on them. Uh huh. And those sentry guns will shoot anybody that attacks somebody unprovoked. So it's not as good but it's better than nothing right and then null security space is you would think it's the most dangerous but it's actually the safest because null security space is owned by players okay and these players are usually the biggest alliances in the game they have like say i'm a member of a alliance there'll be a whole intel channel that'll tell me like okay there's neutrals coming blah 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 jumps out and I'll be able to dock back up or choose to stay out if I want to.
1: Okay. So, which, and then which, there's
5: always people roaming.
1: Which I so. guess it kind of makes sense because you said that, like, you wouldn't you wouldn't think that the player-driven kind of security would be the safest. But I guess playing in Ark, um, when you do have, like, those alpha tribes that kind of value um, protocol or, like... Um, they don't like people just coming in and griefing like Lobies. So like I've seen where like alpha tribes actually stick up for like the starter people and they'll push off the trolls. Like they police the server. I guess it kind of, I guess it kind of I ironically would feel the same way. You wouldn't think that it was the biggest, you know, thing, but they actually value that kind of cultivating that kind of an environment.
5: They produce things is what it is, at least in Eve. Like, Uh for example, going back to my story from last time, brave collective came all out to attack me because they knew that if I was not killed, I would attack their mining ships.
1: Oh. And that, that
5: messes up their supply of weapons. And so they that,
1: were just coming to get rid of you. That was like a little pest to them.
5: Yeah, because I was a threat. I could potentially oh, okay. kill. Because, like, to give you an idea, you'll if you get, like, super into the Eve Reddit, you'll read uh-huh. about uh some some alliance massive alliances they claim they don't do it they claim that they don't support it you'll somehow find six or seven super carrier ships constantly killing npcs and they're bots they're basically bots like there's bots in eve that are designed so that if a neutral player enters the system they'll automatically dock up making them basically super super safe way to make an infinite amount of money 24 7. Wow, and the big corporations like they did—they swear they don't do it, but uh-huh. uh, I think the leader of one of the bigger ones, Goon Swarm, recently got like somebody posted a uh, a clip of him talking to some of his like higher ups in the corp. Basically, it was "Don't report blue bots," was what he said. Okay. Oh yeah, I guess I should explain that. Too. I don't
1: understand the blue bots. Yeah, bot, but basically, yeah.
5: Um, basically to give you an example, my corporation has. There's other corporations living in the system that my uh, one of the basically my corporation has four main citadels: one in uh, high security, one in null, one in a wormhole, and one in uh, low security. And the high security one has like a super super close relationship with another corporation. So what they can do, they can set something called the st- a standing to blue, and that means that. Any pilot that's in the corporation that's blue to the, my corporation will have a little blue plus mark next to their name.
1: And oh. it's essentially a good way
5: of saying this person's a friend.
1: Right. Okay.
5: And it goes backwards, too. Like, for example, there's a person in a corporation called Red versus Blue that since they've declared war on my corporation before, they have a minus five. So they have a little negative symbol next to their name.
1: Oh, wow. And it tells that's me, hey.
5: Yeah, and then, like, we use the negative 10, which is the worst you can get for, uh... Basically, people we've confirmed are just alts for people we're currently at war with.
1: Oh, okay.
5: And then, if you're at war with somebody, their name's Flashing Red. So, that's a whole different thing.
1: Wow, so much stuff, but it sounds like once you get it figured out, and it's... I think that game does sound really immersive.
5: Yeah, basically, once you get, like...
1: Have you started dreaming about it yet? Because that's normally the second thing that happens when you I get mean, really deep I into mean, a game.
5: <laughs> you have. I don't that, really remember yeah. my dreams, <laughs> <It's> like, but <laughs> one dream
0: I woke <laughs> up and I was dreaming about. This I know i played Ark in my before, so and I, I was dreaming about putting my about torpedoes through this
5: huge wormhole. <laughs>
1: but yeah he's ignoring like, so you foe
5: i'm about to Take get into so much, uh, I woke incursions up, i had greased but my nose cool. for <laughs> that, that's stealth cool, bombing that. is my hobby but it's not a good way to make money
1: i will forever hear because i'm a stealth god but like i will hear that now forever
5: <laughs> because i am
1: well, that's cool. Congratulations on your new your new title in the EVE for E-University, right? Now it's go and e- make some yeah, events, Eve dude. University. Eve University. I, actually am,
5: I actually am planning one. Ooh, ooh. I'm going to run Excited. a trivia show.
1: All right. What do you got for us, faux render? Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you.
0: How dare you?
1: Don't tell me what to do.
0: Don't tell me how to run my don't life. Don't tell me
1: how to do how to do. But Don't remember- tell me who
0: you are and who I am. <laughs>
1: what have you been playing, you jerk? What have you been playing, foe?
0: Dramatic pause. Um, I've been playing Monster Hunter. So after talking about it last week, made me uh-huh. want to get on there and play some more Monster Hunter World. I oh, already right? got the hyperlink up, so don't go touching it.
1: I did touch it.
0: I know I saw. I saw you <laughs> messing with my Monster Hunter World. <laughs> anyway, so I went over there and I started playing and I was going after this um, creature that's like a cockatrice and it's in the jungle oh, and I've been wanting to kill it because I wanted the stealth suit, which is kind of makes you look like a ranger and it got a hood and it got cool camo stuff on it and resistance to poisons and stuff and I love it. And that's my favorite um armor set in the whole game. So I was like actively trying to get it. I spent um, a couple of minutes uh, looking it up and seeing how to fight this thing and then I went in and I killed it. Then I had to kill it like another 7 or 8 to 10 times to get the full set. So I got the full set. I'm happy with that and Monster World is still a blast to play. Then I am watching some TV but I'll get to that in a little bit. Um, I also been playing a game called Legend of the Five Rings and I have a tournament in it tomorrow it's a tabletop game it's a card game and it's a living card game so the uh, difference between a living card game and a collectible card game is you don't have to collect it because it's not random stuff within the packs so if you go and buy the set you have all the cards there and you don't have to go hunting for like rares and legendary cards and it's a lot cheaper usually than playing a, a collectible card game and Living card games are my favorite card games for that reason. Um, So Legend of the Five Rings is a samurai game. Um, it's an actual reboot of a game that came out years ago, and it has a huge fan base, and it has samurai clans. And what I like about this card game is, a lot of the people that play the card game, they get very loyal to the clans that they like. Like, I'm a diehard Phoenix guy, so I love Phoenix, I love the Phoenix clan, and so I always, most of the time, play Phoenix. And... The uh, community for that game is just so hardcore about their clans, and that's what makes it fun. You're like, oh, this guy's part of the Lion Clan, and you, and, you know, you, they're like, Phoenix doesn't like them, you know. So you get these, like, cool rivalries that are based off of the story and the fluff. So it's not plagiarizing, you know, Yeah, you, you have the fluff, but the players actually get involved, and it's super cool. Um, and there's a tournament coming up tomorrow, so I'm going to play in it, and I hopefully I could win some cool loots. Um... The the uh, game is a samurai game, so picture like a, it's not a real, it's 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 um it's a fantasy realm and it's samurais and honor and um you know, things like that, and the five rings is the elemental rings, so when you're playing the game, you have these elemental rings on the table, and when you attack someone's homelands, you have to use one of these elemental rings, and depending on which elemental ring you use you get, like, a special effect if you win that fight. So, like, one of the ring lets lets you pick up an extra card. One of the rings lets you get, like, more like uh, the honor and stuff like that. And it's a really cool um, nuance to a card game. And what I also like about it is you could either attack politically or you could attack through, like, soldiers and, and a war. So that's a nice little cool thing too so it's not only are you constantly fighting you could do political attacks which could be sometimes more powerful than a sword and shield so that game's a lot of fun and if you guys are looking to get into a cool card game that doesn't cost a lot of money and has a cool theme definitely check out legend of the five rings
1: legend of the five rings
0: fo show.
5: dragon for show. clan for life
0: well there is no dragon there, there, there is a dragon <laughs> clan actually so dragon clan is pretty cool Dragon Clan has a lot of monks.
2: And How many pre-trails. different clans is there?
0: Um, I want to say seven. There's Phoenix, which is... Phoenix Clan is the clan I like the most. And they have a lot of um, magic users and like wizards. And they manipulate the, the, um, the elemental rings. So a lot of their gameplay is has to do with the rings and the elements. And they're kind of the toughest faction to use because they're not kind of straightforward. You have to manipulate the rings. So there's a lot of cool different things you could do. And I like that. I like figuring out like um, all like the um, it's not so um, straightforward, which is what I like. So I like the way they play like with the rings. They're not just like, I'm going to come at you with a bunch of soldiers or I'm going to come at you with this or that. It's like you kind of don't know what they're going to come at you with. And that's what I like. And then you have Lion Clan, and Lion Clan is soldiers. So they're they're all about a bunch of soldiers, get him out, flood the field with soldiers and crush face. Then you have Crane, which is a uh, political clan, so they're all about, you know, talking you to death. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have Dragon, which is they have a lot of soldiers, they have a lot of monks. So they do a little bit of both, but they um their thing is they have really good equipment and in Instead of putting out a lot of soldiers, they'll put out um, fewer soldiers that have a lot of good equipment on them. And that's pretty cool. And then you have um, Scorpion. And Scorpion is like... They work in the shadows, and they have assassins, and they're, you know, quote-unquote, the bad guys. But if you read the story, they're not really the bad guys. They just got to do all the dirty work. Um, And then you have crab and the crab clan is very defensive so attacking them is just strenuous because they have a lot of defense it's hard to get through them and they're defensive but just like a crab they also have claws so they can hit you where it hurts if if you're not paying attention to what they're planning so that's most of the factions i might have left out one or so because i don't have all the factions in front of me but that's most of them It's a very interesting game, it's super cool. The games take about 40 minutes each to um, play.
1: That does look cool. And what I like about this- it's just two players? It's two players,
0: yeah, it's two players one-on-one. And what I like about this game, though, also is there's three ways to win the game. So you could win the game by killing all the person's homelands, and then killing their stronghold. That's usually the main way to win. That's like basically just attacking then you could win by getting up to 25 honor you could win that way by being the most honorable Uh, or you could win by taking away all of their honor so you could you could take away their honor you could get the most honor which is 25 or you could destroy their stronghold and that's how you win three ways of winning it's pretty cool
1: that sounds cool yeah it's fun
0: and then you have Hearthstone. i've been playing a lot of Hearthstone again um an expansion's coming out it looks super dun, cool dun, dun. the expansion is do you remember it's the uh worgens the worgen oh, expansion so that's a okay. lot of cool stuff i love the theme of the worgen right. land it's like that kind of like horror-esque theme uh-huh so that's the new expansion that's gonna be super cool too play with so and
1: that is free to play to download at least like Hearthstone,
0: for- it's free to play yeah um if you want to get all the cards right away you have to pay money
1: yeah Hearthstone.
0: um if you want to play the game totally for free it's totally possible
1: that is cool that's one so- thing i did always like about it it didn't feel like it was too uh, stacked against you to not buy packs of cards and it's pretty cool because you can play against just people you can just do your own quests or do like your own um your own against the ai or against your friends um i used to do hearthstone against my husband and whoever lost around had to do dishes i used that was fun we would like be like, if you lose and you got to do that alone, cool. I would be
0: buying cards like
1: crazy, <laughs> right? Exactly, it was, yeah, it was a fun thing to do. So, um, I think it's cool, it's a cool game.
0: It's like, you got you do the dishes,
1: yeah. It's like, if I win this round, da, 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 you know, it's, it's so fun. I've been
0: playing again, I'm actually moving up in the ranks, I'm thinking about pushing for legendary this month. We'll see, it's just such a grind,
1: right? I've heard that it is, uh, quite a grind.
0: But I've been having a lot of fun with that again.
1: I suck at Hearthstone, though. I suck, I now, suck at
0: Hearthstone. TV. I've been watching some Netflix lately. And I've been watching this fantastic show called Seven Seconds. It's a crime Seven drama.
1: Seven Seconds. Yes.
0: Now, the reason why I started watching this show... Because crime dramas, I usually skip those for the most part. Uh-huh. But I started watching this because I actually know one of the actors in it. So.
1: Oh, really?
0: I, yeah. So I started watching it. And it's a good show. I was pleasantly surprised the acting in this show is it's worth watching the show just for the acting alone the acting is phenomenal okay um it's a crime drama so it's you know a little sad a little bit you know you get a little bit annoyed at certain parts but it's a really hardcore crime drama it takes place in new jersey and it's definitely a good show good show for sure to watch
1: it says, yep, it has one season out right now, and it just came yes. out this one year. one season.
0: It just came out a couple of weeks ago. It's brand new. They might not get a second season. They might get a second season. But by what I've read, um, even if they do get a second season, they're going to do a different story, just like American oh. Horror Story Oh,
1: style. okay. So
0: now with the show, so if you like the ending, cool. If you don't like the ending, guess what? That's just how it ends. Right. That's <laughs> so just how it ends. Exactly. That's the story. And, you know, it. Don't get attached. And it's based off actors. of a true story. So that's another thing to also think about. Cool. Then I've been watching Sherlock Holmes
1: Ooh. on Netflix,
0: the newer Sh- Sherlock series. Oh, it's I'll fantastic. I'll have to Check that out. It is so good. Awesome. Definitely check it out. Each episode is like an hour and a half.
1: Wow. Okay. But each season but is three episodes. Oh, okay, exactly. that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I think I do remember that part about it. I think I've heard that that much about it.
0: Watson's fantastic. Um the guy who plays Sherlock is fantastic. It's just a good show. It just really is a good show. If you like Sherlock Holmes and what I like about this version of Sherlock Holmes, he's really like a superhero, which is how I like the uh Sherlock. Like he's it's really cool. He's uh really strong, so which is cool about this this character and he's strong because he's so smart
3: so definitely
0: if you want to watch a good you know fantasy action thinking movie Sherlock I mean show well each episode is like a movie it's in freaking hour and a half right?
1: right an hour and a half right
0: but it's cool because each show ends a case which is cool so you get like an ending per each show and then the next show is a new case
1: Awesome. And you got a new desk that does some pretty fantastic things.
0: Let me tell you something about my desk. (laughs) I've been waiting to upgrade my desk for a long time because Uh when I sit down for too long, my legs get crampy, my, you you know, your, your back starts to to hurt. So I always wanted one of those. Exactly. I always wanted one of those desks where it could raise up by itself and you could stand up and play or whatever. And also I was told by the wife, um, you can't have two desks anymore in the apartment.
5: She's <laughs> cutting you
1: down. Exactly. Because
0: I used to have my PC desk.
1: Uh huh.
0: And I also had my painting desk. So now both of those are combined onto one larger desk.
1: Oh, okay.
2: But
0: I'm How's not that working out for you so far? I was
1: going to ask So far, the same
0: thing. it's working out awesome.
1: We got um, to see the picture.
0: Now, the whole thing with the desk was these. Stand-up desk could be a little bit expensive and I didn't feel like dropping like 700 bucks on it So what I did was I found the hydraulic frame by itself for like 250 then I went to the lumber yard and Bought myself a pretty nice piece of wood. I sanded it down myself stained it polyurethane it myself and I made and I actually kind of made my own desk and in- Instead of paying $700 for this type of desk. I only spent about 300
1: Wow, go you. So now you have your dream desk.
0: Exactly. So I got this dream desk. Uh -uh.
1: And I'm already thinking, I'm like, man, I'm like, if
0: I want later on, I can really upgrade this desk to like a really fancy piece of wood for the top. Because right Uh now I just got something like mediocre. So later on, I'm thinking, man, I can really upgrade it to like a really nice piece of wood maybe.
1: And you were so jazzed to get it and you got your computer back and then something ridiculous happened. So I got my computer back.
0: (laughs) After all of that stuff with <laughs> the, the, with the uh, yeah, after getting it back the first time. Right. So I get it back.
1: And you get it back.
0: And I am trying to put like a shelf on the bottom of my PC for like more like the airflow uh-huh. Cir- uh, circulation. Because, you know, Arc likes to run every single fan right. in your PC tower. Yeah. So I was like, let me put this thing on top of this uh, stand And one of the arms breaks. So my computer slams super hard and it wouldn't go on again. So like the power would go on, but it wouldn't turn on my monitor or my keyboard.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: So luckily in my job there's a tech guy. So I brought it in there. Exactly. So we tested out a couple of things. I bought I you know, I was like I was like, I hope I just didn't bust my new power supply I just put in. He was like, no, it's not the power supply because we swapped it out, put it in a different power supply. It wound up being the uh, motherboard. That so, sucks. You wow. cannot win with this um, thing. I you had can you? to motherboard. swap out the mother. So I had to go on Amazon, order a motherboard, wait two days for it to come. Uh huh. Then put that in. Then today, the guy's like, Oh, dude, he's like, I forgot to tell you, we need <laughs> uh thermal paste.
2: I'm like Uh, that explains your (laughs) comment earlier. I'm like,
0: are you serious? Thermal paste, like if I order this on Amazon, it's gonna take another two days to come. Right, right. So on my lunch break, I ran out to staples. They're like, we don't have thermal paste. Uh huh. I'm like, what good are you? Then he was like, Well, we're not that good, but I could tell you where to get thermal paste. I was like, Where do you get it? He was like, Best buy. Now Best Buy (laughs) from where I was was 20 blocks away so okay on my lunch still you don't have an urgent i jump on the train (laughs) jump on the train (laughs) go to best buy i'm like i walk in first person i see thermal paste they're like what i'm like thermal paste he's like did you order that online i'm like no i'm like i was told you might have it he's like um i'm like it would be in the pc section he's like okay it's a (laughs) <laughs> right over there so it's like obviously you don't know what anything is so i had to tell you where it is and this the right. section is please so i get to the pc section which is two floors down underground and i go to that guy i'm like thermal paste he's like oh we have thermal paste right over here guess what it was the last tube of thermal paste
1: oh my goodness oh, you get lucky L- i know. dog.
0: super lucky so i grabbed the a thermal paste like a crackhead I run over to register. <laughs> I buy it. Like back someone's the train. gonna come and
1: steal it out of your hands. Get exactly.
0: Me. <laughs> I jump back on the train. The whole time I'm looking at my watch. Like I only got a certain amount of time on my lunch break. Then I walk into the front door of my job, and this dude has the nerve to say, "Oh, we also need rubbing alcohol."
1: Holy Mother.
2: motherfucker! <laughs>
1: It's like the this damn quest in a
2: game.
1: It's like, of go, go kill 27 cats. All right. Exactly. All go right, kill now, 97 buzzards. What? Exactly. You couldn't have me do that shit when I was out and about around the. Now go buzzards? find
0: 15 yeah. pigs' feet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you've bit on your own hellacious quest in real life exactly
0: so I'm on this hellacious <laughs> wow quest where I'm running around just running around
1: collecting cat collars at least let a homeless dude and- jump
0: out of an alley that I gotta beat down into the ground <laughs> you know what I'm saying
1: yeah you, it would be like that the the will come after you <laughs> you have no idea so
0: luckily I see the nurse leaving I'm like please tell me you have some alcohol pads she was like I do go and grab some so I grab some alcohol pads I get up there and he's able to put the last piece onto my onto my PC, which is the uh, heating block or the, the thing that cools down the uh, chip. Uh-huh. So he puts on thermal paste, gets it in there. It doesn't want to start. Oh, goodness. So now we're messing with it. <laughs> Some of the pins from the chip had to be straightened.
1: Oh. Little
0: tiny pins. Yeah. I was like, why can't AMD just stop being so cheap? And, like, just put, like, the uh, touchpads, like, on, like, the Intel chip. You know, there's no pins on the Intel chips. Uh Uh-huh. So, anyway, so he strains out the pins, gets it in, gets it working, and voila. I got my tower waiting to be hooked up. (laughs) And the cool thing about it is the motherboard that I got is a better motherboard than the last, so that's pretty cool.
1: That, well, good for you. Let's hope... That this is all you have to deal with from here on out. Because you said you got it up. You just haven't turned it on yet.
0: Word. But you know, when you start adding new things to your PC, yes. you almost kind of get hooked.
1: Yes. But now it's like, just I wonder. seeing all that stuff. Maybe
0: I is. should buy like an Intel chip. <laughs> but if I get the Intel chips I want, I have to upgrade the uh, motherboard. Basically, the chip I have in there is the max that that motherboard could handle. So okay. I'd have to upgrade my motherboard in order to get a better chipset. So maybe that's something I could do later on. But yeah, like once I find out how easy it is to like do, it's like, ooh, what else can I upgrade? Solid state drive, maybe?
1: Dun, dun, ah. dun, dun.
0: Dun, 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 dun. So yeah, I had a lot of
1: well, congratulations. Fun running around all over the place. <laughs> Hopefully, that you know, by next week, you uh won't have anything else that had happened to you. No more quests, no more computer quests for you. No more
2: crazy
0: long dumb quests.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah, that that sounds like it's been a
5: ridiculous
1: ride. Yeah, no shit. I know how you feel, though. Just got off my own, so I know how you feel, man. All right, I think it's time for last call. Here
5: we go. It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can stay here.
1: All right, um, we're closing down the show. I have added everyone's uh Twitter handles. To the show, except for Gigabyte, because he doesn't like Twitter. And um also I wanted to toss in and I forgot that Yogi mentioned in our Discord channel that Yogi and kamikaze were going back and forth in our um the mobile chat for like the mobile apps and stuff we put on our phones, and they were letting everyone know that the Fortnite Battle Royale is uh ready for to be tested on iOS. So you can sign up on their website. For the Fortnite in, in, invite event on iOS waiting list. They will send you an email invite as soon as you can play. It is for the full Battle Royale experience on the go. Same gameplay, same map, same weekly updates. So I put the link to that in the show notes. It's www.epicgames.com forward slash Fortnite and all that jazz. So you can sign up now if you have iOS. So it's looking like you could sign up for ARC and the Fortnite uh, testing. Fortnite's Google really that.
0: fun. No know what's cool about the Fortnite game, though? That's going to be cross-platform.
5: Ooh. Eventually, they
0: want to make all of the Fortnite's cross-platform.
5: Wow. That's, wait, Like, that mobile can play with PC? Oh, yeah.
0: Apparently that's, so.
5: I'm just going to come out get and say over it, right. Get over that's it really with the dumb. Get over it oh with my the God mouse Jesus. and keyboard.
0: Some people just want to play the freaking game. Okay,
5: you try to tell that. me that there what, isn't what, a massive difference in trying to control <laughs> Fortnite on your phone compared to having a mouse and keyboard. You tell me which one has the advantage.
0: I understand what you're saying, but if people want to get involved with their friends, let them get yeah. involved with their friends, man
1: saying there's pretty much nothing. Yeah, they, we're not saying that's going, what they want going to, do, to play that's what esports. They to do. We're not saying yeah, join the esports
5: team with your mobile gonna phone. people are going to bitch about it, and then they're going to change things Let to freaking bitch. balance it.
1: everybody it's people it's like guaranteed. You. Gary, it's people like you, <laughs> said.
5: <laughs> oh it's like Sea of Thieves. You the, won't have to worry about sniper it. sniper rifle and Sea of Thieves already has, like you can't just Do you play Fortnite? The, yeah, I do.
0: Well, then now you can play with your friends on their mobile phones.
5: No, nah, because ding. I think Fortnite's an awful game.
1: All right. So so, so awful what that matter? you still play it. So
5: <laughs> Well, I play it with some friends. Oh. Thank okay. you. Exactly
0: what we're talking about. Yes.
1: Now. Huh. People – s- full circle right here, folks. Full circle. Boom, boom, boom. You just watched the circle. Just, be you Lord. just watched the circle.
5: as I think that Epic changed what <laughs> Fortnite was supposed to be because nobody was buying their $40 free-to-play game. So instead, they made a free-to-play totally Battle Royale game. That's exactly. totally
0: what they did. Yeah. And they Save their ass.
1: Yep. Uh, All right. Speaking of saving assets, you can join us in the games we play. The I'm Discord, watching my son in, right now
0: play and Fortnite And
1: the podcast with we record together at crossrealmofrebellion.com. I think anybody, Fortnite is hot garbage. Else have any shout outs or anything they want to share?
0: Well, now that my computer's <laughs> working again, I'm going to download Fortnite so I can play Fortnite. with my friends on their mobile phones. But also, the YouTube thing's starting. So, I already made all of the... I already hook down all of you know the uh, titles and everything you know you got to make an email yeah then you got to make a youtube account you got to lock in all the names and all the different places okay so that's done so
1: by next week you might have some more info for us
0: or i might even have
1: you might even have a video a
4: video